Hey everyone, and a huge welcome to the very last episode of the Dedicate podcast for 2022. Goodness, where has the year gone? It's been a fabulous one here at Dedicate and Kate Ivy Fitness, and I want to say a huge, huge thank you to every single person who has supported us by joining Dedicate, listening to our podcast, and engaging with us on social media, and in many cases, all of the above. All right, today I'm chatting to Daisy Dagg, a household name in New Zealand. Daisy is married to former All Black Izzy Dagg, but she's very much her own person in her own right. She has created two cookbooks called The Rugby Pantry. She's a cook, mum and wife. Daisy didn't have much time today, so we get straight into her challenges. Motherhood, husband struggling with mental health and her own health. Essentially all tied in with Daisy losing her self-identity, something so many of us can relate to. It's a goodie. I know you'll enjoy it. How are you? Good. You? Good. What's happening today? Uh, Not a lot. Just drop the kids and then actually off to see a clairvoyant today. Oh, shivers. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Have you ever done that before? Yeah, I've done it once before um, last year. I sort of, yeah, going to do it every year around my birthday. So Cool. And, like, but, what do yeah. you get out of it? Um, just, like, I don't know. We talk about career and talk about family and talk about things. Like, it just, yeah. It's Does it just give you, like, clarity? or Clarity, yeah, clarity. Yeah. That I'm sort of on the right path and, and where I might be going and things like that. I don't know. It's, it's so um, fascinating. I'm quite a spiritual person, so yeah, I, yeah, I really enjoy it. So, and have you found one that you love? Like, yeah, yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah, I'm last year when I went to her about things like the things she said, you wouldn't know. Like, you just, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't know. So, God, that's so fascinating. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. It was really good. Yeah, I've I've often thought about it, but I think. I sort of need it to it to be easy to access for it to actually end up happening. Yeah, yeah. If someone really close to me say, "Come on, let's go and do it." Yeah, you know, well, I haven't got um, to the point where I've initiated it myself. Yeah, same with me. And yeah. then one of my really good friends, who's quite spiritual as well, told me last year. She was like, "I've, I've booked you something for your birthday, and I'm not oh, going to cool. tell you what it is." And I was like, "Okay." And then anyway, we drive up to this place and um she was like gave me the photos and she was like you're actually going to a clairvoyant today and I'm like, oh, my oh, oh my gosh because I'm yeah. like such an organized person I was like I needed to prepare for this. <laughs> yeah. like, no I wanted you to just not like psych yourself up I wanted you to just and I was like walking down I was like oh, oh my gosh oh, I was so nervous because um, yeah, I think you, you get a bit do you get a bit nervous because thinking that they're going to tell you something that you don't want to hear or something yeah. like yeah. not Definitely. nice or something yeah. like that yeah. there's, um, you know, bad things might happen in the future or something? Is there a bit yeah. of that concern? Or? Yeah, kind of. But it, I mean, she just pulls these cards and says things based on what she's pulled. And yeah, we just sort of talk about it. I don't know. It was just, yeah, it was really cool. It was, that is very exciting that you've got that today. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've got to race to after this. Yeah, no, all good. We thought we'd just cut straight to the point today. Our podcast, really, we go into people's lives and often we might learn about where they grew up and their upbringing and stuff. But the crux of it is challenges that they've experienced because it empowers others to realize that they're not alone and that they can can achieve great things because often it's through our hardest times that 
we grow and learn and that's when the magic happens afterwards, you know, when we, um, that's how a lot of people set up businesses because they realize there's issues or they just learn so much to, you know, bring forward with them. So we are just going to cut straight to your challenges today. And you've told me some, so motherhood, (laughs) I'd say that's number one on the list for a lot of us. Well, yeah, definitely. Um, Challenging and rewarding at the same time, of course. But yeah, I I mean, I guess like I wasn't a really maternal person. Um, A lot of people are, like I have friends that their whole life is to, you know, their life dream is to be a mother. I wasn't like that. I'm quite business orientated and like I sort of, you know, so I waited and waited and Izzy kept saying, come on, please, please, can we have, <laughs> yeah. no, I want to travel, I want to do this, I want to achieve this. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I sort of waited till I think I, 29 and 30, I had my kids, I think. So, um, which obviously is, you know, like we can with all medicine and practices these days, we can have kids later and that's fine. Um, but yeah, um, I think, um, motherhood what can I say about that um what have been the hardest things for you um essentially losing your sense of identity like oh, yeah that's massive suddenly yeah. go from what you knew you were as a person to mm-hmm. oh sorry you know I can't even think about myself for a second because yeah. these two other lives that I've actually got to um raise you know and and grow and teach and things like that so I think um that's and a huge I- do you think society also um you kind of feel like you're not as valued like if you're a business person and then all of a sudden people don't look at you like that like they won't still ask you business related questions anymore it'll be all just oh you're just a mom oh okay you've just been doing that yeah yeah I mean before motherhood I was doing property like obsessed with property yeah Um, Izzy had a window where where he was earning really good money so I started reading books and I was like obsessed with property and like um you know got us some good investments and things like that and then sort of it just went like after kids it was just nothing and then I'd sort of like Izzy almost you know was doing these investments and I'm like what what are you doing like this is what this is my and he was like oh you know you've got the kids and I was like no (laughs) yeah you know so like um yeah I think definitely but I think you as such um change your priorities so Mm -hmm. obviously you know (laughs) I started reading books about parenting (laughs) you obviously like reading that's great Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I think, I think losing your identity is a huge thing. Um, and then it's kind of a process to finding it again, isn't it? Like I feel now my, uh, my eldest is 12 and my youngest is eight. I'm a lot more settled and secure with where I'm at than I was, you know, initially. Definitely. I think you get, you get your kids to a certain age and I think, I think the age is around four, like, Mm -hmm you know, where they have a bit of freedom again. Yeah. They become a bit more independent and, you know, you're not up in the morning dressing them and doing everything. They can actually start doing things for themselves, you know, so um, they can brush their own teeth. They can, you know, go get themselves a drink of water and things like that. So I think um, I'm at the point now where I'm sort of starting to feel like I could probably get my identity back a bit and start things like, um, recently with fashion even which is I oh mean, yeah yeah that looked fun thing to me yeah so yeah. things like that so establishing like who you were pre-kids you know like I was sort of held on to the fact that I was this Gisborne you know beach fun like loved loved a good party loved beach yeah. trips, things like that now I'm like 
gone through motherhood, that level of responsibility, and I'll put on a skirt and be like, oh gosh, no, that's short. (laughs) You know, so like, I think you, you know, all these sort of changes in you happen and this this level of maturity and sophistication as such starts to come about. So yeah, fashion is something that I'm doing at the moment with Lou Heller. She's an amazing stylist here. So we're having a little bit of fun. Um, So sort of just changing my wardrobe from that young fun beach girl to that sort of sophisticated yeah sexy stylish sophisticated yeah sexy sophisticated as such so yeah so that's like something so I think careers fashion all those things like you just lose your sense of identity Mm. exercise another big one for me yeah as he just laughed and said oh who are you doing a podcast with and I said Kate Ivy she's a fitness and he was like what do you know about fitness (laughs) wow okay okay he's like she can ask you about fitness okay come on um love it true true um yeah no we're about a lot a lot more than fitness and um the thing is like people like to hear stories um you know, like maybe we can even talk about your struggles with fitness because other people will be experiencing those as well. You know, yeah. funny story is that I'm yeah. actually a qualified personal trainer, um, but I just don't love the gym very much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think exercise for me, and this is going to probably sound really bad, but I love food. Like food is a massive passion of mine. And I yeah. love a lot of food. So exercise for me is kind of just like a, to balance out what I consume and weight, weight um, management yeah yeah definitely um I love I love playing sport I've always loved playing sports so tennis and netball got a funny story about netball but um yeah tennis netball those sorts of things I love long big walks I love reform pilates and yoga but I'm just not like a like I don't love cardio um, you know you don't have to be the key to success with fitness is yeah. doing what you enjoy or get exactly. satisfaction from because yeah that's what you're going to do and that's what you're going to keep doing yeah and I sort of had a had a aha moment when I was talking to a yoga instructor who was like ah oh, I need to do more hit and I'm always like oh I need to do more yoga because yeah you know yoga is just not my thing yeah um, and I realized you know because I'm always thinking, oh, it's just um, just me and others like me that don't want to do yoga. It's not the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Forgetting that and realizing, yeah, yeah we all have our things that we enjoy and it's important Definitely. to Definitely. to do them, yeah. But I think, yeah, going back to the motherhood side of things, exercise again becomes like one of your last priorities. Yeah. And um, I think that's hard. So I think definitely my next next year is a focus for me um, I, I said it this year as well, but um, now my kids, I'll have my second kid in school next year and I really sort of want to start bringing back that focus of me and um, my identity and what yeah. I'm about. And I do love I do love exercise. I love getting out for a big hill walk or something like that. I love, um, you know, doing reform of parties and I'd love F45 as well. So I'm just going to try and um, prioritise myself a bit next year with exercise. So yeah. 
Um, I think that's a lot what people lose their um, ability to exercise. You know, your kids are sick. You're you're the number one carer, um, yeah. whether it's mother or parent, whoever stays at home. Mm. You know, that's, that's where our program is. What, what yeah. it's designed for, because you can fit it in. You know, twenty minutes. Exactly. Kids are sick yeah. on the couch or in bed, and you can smash it out and get it done. Yeah, we actually got a watt bike as well, and I oh, love cool. that. Like you know, just. Um, can't do it at the moment for um, some reasons, which we'll probably get into. But um, okay, yeah. what are those? Tell us those. <laughs> oh, health, health issues. Okay. I just yeah, I just had an operation last week um, for a very strange thing called vulvodynia, um, okay. which is essentially exposed nerve endings all up your vagina. Or yeah, the- I, I heard vulva in there, and I was like, it's, yeah, it must be so, that. Yeah, it's exposed wow. nerve endings in your vulva. So yeah, I've been I've been dealing with this these complications probably since um I had the marina inserted after having Tilly and I had yeah. it inserted wrongly and yeah. it was like painful um you know it was very painful from there from yeah thing intimacy and everything so um yeah so I've sort of dealt with it then and we've tried a few different things and then finally just recently I changed specialists loved my old specialist he was great but I just wanted to go to a woman I just yeah. wanted to connect with a woman essentially and be like look things aren't right down there. yeah yeah look, I've just got to be right honest with you like, time. yeah um we and like it's affecting my relationship it's yeah that's hard stuff. so yeah she's done some things and then we did this operation so I don't we've got a long way to go yet but it's not a it's not a fast fix or anything but yeah currently um can't sit down for long periods of time oh, so, you poor but, thing um, stitches up the so yeah we'll be sure to ask the clairvoyant hopefully she brings up that area and lets you know what's he actually brought it up um last year as well so yeah I I feel like there's something really wrong with you and in this area and stuff and I was like wow but it's amazing like sort of post um post having kids like the problems that women have and the and you know there's not a lot of talk about it so I think it's getting better but um, I, I sort of put this on my Instagram last week and I tossed up whether to do it or not because it's very private. Like, yeah. Um, the amount of messages I got back about people, like some people had it, not a lot, but some mm-hmm. people had it and talked to me about it and told me um, some things they did to help them, which was awesome. so cool. Um, and some people said, you know, oh my gosh, I've been having the same symptoms for so long. I think this is what I have. I'm going to ring my doctor right now. Like it was so cool. to. So be what are the symptoms? Pain, obviously. Yeah, pain, pain. Well, yeah. Like um, intense pain, like as yeah, in you so can't. Like nervy pain is well. like, like shooting through you. Shooting nervy pain. All, oh. yeah, I have it all up the left side of my uterus, but I've also got endometriosis, which I just cleared as well. So that comes hand in hand with all the uterus inflammation and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly it's that um, horrible pain during sex. Like, oh, and that really um, does have an impact on relationships like definitely um, yeah yeah it definitely um it definitely does and it's I think as as long as you've got good good communication you know yeah and yeah I mean all you know men have good sex drive so um it definitely really do (laughs) I mean maybe not all men but certainly my one so (laughs) um yeah so I think it just takes um yeah, a good understanding. It took him a while to sort of understand it. But um, yeah. I mean, I've been 
like this for like four years now and I just had to stop um about halfway through this year I just couldn't I couldn't handle it anymore but it rolled in it gets worse and worse so I say it just um, gradually gets worse and worse yeah, yeah yeah so it just becomes like unbearable and that's where we got to the point so it was really nice to actually walk into the specialist and she said I want to try something that's it's not very common but she sort of did this cotton bud test and um yeah I, I just she said you've got this you're at the very severe end I wouldn't wow. I recommend an operation I'd normally like you know do pelvic floor specialist exercises and and all this sort of stuff um yeah strange thing is our pelvic floors are actually tight rather yeah. than loose, which yeah is, you can't yeah. have have that yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's a bit different but um yeah so she said you're at the very severe end of it and all you can do now nothing can get worse so you know it's, it's the operation so I was like what does that involve yeah and I was like oh god okay here we go but yeah um, and so can you tell us what it did involve um essentially cutting out the exposed nerve area pulling yeah. the skin down and stitching it back up so oh, wow yeah so it, oh, it, it must be sore now yeah yeah but all for the best yeah I mean I thought the end operations were quite bad but um yeah and so how long is the recovery going to be um sort of about six six weeks to two months is kind of full healing but then yeah we've got to sort of work on things with the um like getting being able to pee properly and all that yeah yeah it's starting at the start but she just gave me a very good tip to lean forward and touch your toes when you do it so that was fine um but no pretty good like pretty good walking and lying down just probably sitting not that comfortable but as for people who have I've forgotten the name of it but you know when they tear when they have birth um give birth sorry um same probably the same sort of feeling that that, yeah I'd say yeah yeah but yeah very health's been yeah health is obviously one of my challenges that I've had to try and overcome I've got quite poor immunity um and I just seem to get sick a lot and my kids have got so sick this year oh a lot of people's have especially with children your age or kids age I thought we were through it eh? because obviously they get sick quite a lot when they're younger and then we Mm. sort of have an all right couple of years and then I think obviously well I think there just weren't the bugs around because no overseas travelers yeah COVID and all mm. us being, you know, to hand sanitizer, yeah, OCD with that sort of stuff. So, mm. um, yeah, I don't think there's been the bugs around, and then suddenly they hit this year. Like, yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. I got um, I got oh god, I just had a crazy year. I got um, so I was in F45 and I was doing shoot throughs and I was up on my um hands and mm. I tore my ligament off my thumb. So I was out for a while with that, with exercise, and then got COVID in February and just got, um, yeah, I wasn't too bad during COVID, but then actually got long COVID about three months later, and I had a chest infection for about three months, and then oh it was continuous, and I was just sick for so long. And oh, that's awful. August this year, I went to my doctor, and I was like, I had enough, and she put me on steroids, and it cleared up within three days, so... Oh. That was really good. Yeah. And then the netball story. So oh, yeah. I loved netball growing up. And one of yeah. my friends said, oh, hey, do you want to come play um, some social netball? And I was like, yeah, you know what? I will. I'll get back into it. Bugger it. You know, I'm anyway, going to do this. She totally stitched me up and had joined me up to like a premier team with like all the ex, um, like some ex-silver ferns and yeah. 
like the Christchurch team and all these girls, like I kind of knew the names of. And I was like, what, what is this? <laughs> and we went around the group and it was like, when did you last play netball? And um, they were all like, oh, last year competitively, you know, when yeah. did you last play? And, and it came around to me. Did, and I, were there no trials or anything? Was it just like? No, I think they kind of just joined me in the team. I'm not sure what happened. I was playing for Oxford Premier. And, oh, it was uh, Oxford, I see. It wasn't yeah. like it was Christchurch, Nipple Centre or whatever. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm just the, I think it's North Canterbury. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I went around and I, they said, when did you last competitively play? And I said, oh, in uni when I lived in Auckland, which I think was 2019 or something. Yeah. You and mean nine, 2009. Like, to, yeah, sorry, yeah, 2009. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, so about 15 years ago, maybe. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is a joke. Anyway, had my first training session, was yeah. like, oh my gosh, like, because Hannah kept saying to me, the friend who stitched me up, was like, oh, you should maybe, you know, do some exercise and go shoot some hoops. And I was like, yeah. yeah. You know, I'll get around to it. Yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. But, uh, it's fine. I could barely get out of the car when they dropped me off. I was like, <laughs> you know, and I was like, oh my God. And then, anyway, I said to Hannah, I was like, right, I need to do some extras because that was a joke. Like, yeah. so we went to a training together on the Tuesday and I tore my quad. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, training number two. Just to add to everything, eh? Tore my quad and oh. was out for eight weeks. And then Han was like, okay, like after the eight weeks was up, she was like, right, come on, you can get back into yeah. it. I was like, no, no. <laughs> that like, was my sign. Yeah, that was my sign that you, yeah. So I was just like, <laughs> oh, nah. But yeah. So um, no, no more netball. Well, yeah, maybe social. Social, oh, social, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm always keen to get back into it. But obviously just with all this stuff going on, um. I think that's why I haven't done F45 since March, I think. Um, yeah. Just everything like going on, I just haven't been able to yeah. get, get that cardio up. Which I should um, set you up with a dedicated membership so you can do our um, core connects. We have a, a pelvic floor, um, sorry, pelvic health physio on our team so that you oh, can nice. take it slow before you yeah. go back into really high impact yeah. stuff. Yeah, because they were talking about like they probably don't want me to do reform Pilates for a while, just because yeah. it's quite intense on that sort of area, those sort of areas. So yeah, yeah, need to ease into it. Um, yeah. Now having an all black or ex all black now husband must have been a massive thing. Like you guys met when um, you're in high school, right? Yeah. So yeah. and he was obviously it, w- it wouldn't have been all of a sudden you're dating an all black. You know, it was a gradual thing. No, um, yeah, but he, it must have been challenging at times. Um, yeah, at times for sure. <laughs> fun as well. Um, fun, yeah, a lot yeah. of good, a lot of bad. Um, yeah, but we seem to get through it somehow. Um, yeah. not sure how sometimes, but um, <laughs> yeah, 19 years together. Um, so a long time. Um, we met at high school. Yeah, he just played school rugby. He was pretty good. Like everyone was like, oh, he's, he's a pretty good rugby player. You should come watch him. And I was like, okay. And then, oh, so were you already dating or was it like um, you weren't already dating people just like come watch this good guy? This no, yeah, I, I started dating him. Um, yeah, we met up and I can't even remember. Oh, we met at a ball, at a school ball. And yeah. Then dating him and then um yeah rugby season rolled around and they're like oh he's pretty good at rugby you should yeah. come 
some of his games and stuff and I was like yeah okay and then (laughs) yeah he's pretty good and then he got picked the next year out of school to play for the magpies so yeah yeah yeah. and And then then, and then we had sort of 14 years of professional rugby from there yeah it was and so he was away a lot and then I guess you're thrust into the limelight as well yeah which I I was sort of quite um apprehensive about like I I was just sort of a small town girl you know like I um, yeah yeah, small town gizzy girl um and just I didn't like I didn't have any social media or anything to start with like I hated it I was like no what's going on there like (laughs) and then and then yeah and then I think the the media it's, it's not, I don't think it's so bad these days, but like um, back then they were so obsessed with knowing who you were and, and mm. you know, what you did and things like that. And there were like articles. How, how attractive me. and all that kind of thing. Like, yeah, you know, like I the... think, yeah. And I was just like, this is, I mean, Izzy made the sevens and I was like, what, what sevens? And he was like, oh, you come to the Wellington Oval and you've got to dress up. And I was like, in a costume, what? And I, like, I just, you know, come yeah. around. And it was all sort of surfing and farming and horses yeah. and stuff like that. So, like, I didn't know rugby that well because I hadn't really grown up that much watching it. Um, my sister was really good friends with Honor and Dan Carter mm-hmm. um, back at, like, sort of school and university days. So, like, I sort of started knowing who Dan was and, and you know, started, like, yeah, being like, oh, okay. I guess when I went to boarding school, I was like, oh, okay, that's what rugby is. But yeah, yeah. and then, um, yeah, yeah, I remember when he said, I'm, I'm going to be playing sevens. And I was like, hmm, what's, what's sevens? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, nah, it's, um, it has been an interesting time in our lives. It was very, very awesome. We met some very, very cool people. But yeah, there were certainly rough times. Um, there were certainly ups and downs to it for sure. Um, I guess it was challenging at times. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of, I mean, a different type of challenge, you know, like um, walking into bars and girls just throwing themselves yeah. at your partner and pushing well, you you're out standing of the way, right there, pushing you out of the way. Yeah. You're just like, oh, oh that's... Fired up in me then. Yeah. But, um, oh, that must be so awkward. Yeah. But just strange things like that. And, mm just continuous people messaging him and things like that yeah uh, and so were there trust issues like oh, do, does everyone um, who's dating in all black you know there are naturally trust issues with it well I mean depending on your relationship I guess but um I think me and Izzy did things to each other when we were younger that weren't good um yeah. so I think there was sort of definitely trust issues um you know trust issues when they travel as well yeah I think it's social media became quite good in the fact that if any of you got to keep keep some honest day, eh? yeah, yeah, they're going to yeah. get caught out pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, and they can get caught out over the other side of the world. So I think yeah, that's changed a lot. Um, but I think yeah, I think yeah. I mean, we definitely had our our harder times and things like that. But um, shit, overall, um, well, you're still together, going strong and. <laughs> Yeah, going through more yeah. challenges together and getting closer probably through them. Yeah, I mean, every relationship goes through, you know, curveballs. Yeah, it really does. Like but, um, yeah, at the end of the day, we're still we're still hanging on in there. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And you um you did you mentioned as well that it's been a challenge. Um that Izzy's had some mental health challenges as well that it's been hard to support him. Yeah, so I think um I mean he's come out recently and opened up about it. So I am actually okay. I won't delve too much into his mm-hmm. personal life or anything like that. But I think just as uh it's probably something really good to talk about is um like being on the other side, being a partner mm. of someone with mental health and issues. How do you support them and how yeah. it feels and yeah. you know, the fact that you need support as well because yeah, of what they're going definitely. through. Yeah. Um I think last year was a really hard year for me. Um like just knowing that as he needed to be on medication, but he was sort of fighting it. Um mm-hmm. so he like I sort of became his punching bag and as he everyone knows him as this fun loving like guy. And and I don't get me wrong, he's a very, very kind person, but last year he was not yeah. to me. To me, just you know, he'd walk in the room and almost despise me. I'd just be this person that he just un- unleashed and unloaded mm-hmm. on, like, you know, all a of A bit like how kids do that to their parents, you know, to their mums. It's like a yeah. safe place almost, like yeah. you know, that one person in his yeah. life that he can kind of put it all onto. Definitely, definitely. And it was it was just it was sort of hard to deal with, you know, sometimes I'd be um, you know, would be sitting there and he'd, he'd be be being mean to me or or saying like unkind things or mm. you know, just just being grumpy and and not happy yeah. and stuff. And then someone would walk through the door and it'd be like, "Oh mate, how are you?" Like, yeah. oh, "Come in." Like, you know, rah rah and like it had just change like like and I'm like yeah. you know and like I just be like oh my gosh like, like how can why are you being mean to me my um <laughs> husband has been like that in the past and um I've been like why is he he hasn't even answered me he's not even talking to me and then I hear him say something and I'm like oh he's talking to me oh no he's talking to the animals so I'm like <laughs> how can you have yeah. the energy to be all kind to the animals but not be kind to me yeah, sort of yeah. it's hard to get your head around isn't it yeah definitely and I think um what happened with Izzy is as well, Izzy, he's on the radio and he's got three hours in the morning from six till nine. And I think he gives like everything, that everything yeah. and it's all, and it almost takes up his all for the entire day. Yeah. Like this is probably last year. He's, he's a lot better this year. He's on good medication and he's, yeah. he's exercising a lot and he's happy in his own mind. So mm-hmm. um, this was sort of last year. Yeah. I think everything that all that energy and, and good spirits and everything was taken up in the radio first thing so I think yeah. I didn't have a lot left to give so mm-hmm. me from seeing him all day and then he probably had like a little bit to give someone if they came over or you yeah know. and you can force it out because you get energy from other people that you're not around all the time it's easy yeah, to do definitely, that yeah definitely. yeah so um yeah that it was a huge challenge and I I feel like I lost myself a lot last year like um I lost myself as a person you know like mm-hmm. I'm we talk about challenges and problems and how we deal with them. Um, I'm quite, everyone's different. Everyone's personality is different. So they're going to deal with these things in different ways, but I'm quite a person. I'm quite upfront. I'm like, come on, let's sit down. Let's sort this bloody problem out. Yeah. Let's solve it. Let's put steps in place and let's move on. Like yeah. me, Izzy is like a closed book. Everything mm. is bottled up in a little bottle and yeah. he- confrontation he hates trying to deal with things he'd rather just go away and and you know you know do something like play golf or playstation to get his mind off things and, yeah uh, so I think that, that sort of you know um I was 
I wanted to solve the problem, but I couldn't. Like, mm-hmm. and I think it just, I remember I've never, never really been to counseling in my life. Like, I'm a fairly level headed person. So I, I, you know, I know when I'm, I need to work on myself or I know if I need to do something to better myself and things like that. And I just lost myself last year. And I walked into this, I booked a counseling session and I walked in and I said, I think I'm all right, but I can't deal with my husband's depression and I need to talk to someone about it. And I just yeah. talked to him for like an hour and I don't think he even said much. And then I was yeah. like, thank you. Like, <laughs> <Just walked> Later. <laughs> That's all I needed. Thanks, mate. Yeah. And then he sort of texted and was like, right, let's do some more sessions. So I was like, oh, no, I feel like I got everything, you know. And he was like, well, okay, Daisy, but now I need to work on you and like how you process this and deal with this. And I was yeah. like, oh. So yeah, yeah, I did. I did a few counseling sessions last year to just put steps in place to help myself deal with it and help and 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 figure out ways that I could um, not because you know I, I was almost getting so sad and so like not like myself. Like you mm. know, like this this is really affecting now affecting me now, and I'm quite a proactive person. So mm. And it sounds like you like to be in control, so it gave you your control back by having those, <laughs> yeah. those steps, right. those actions you could do. Yeah. So what but sort of things did you do? Like if anyone's listening and they're going, oh, yeah, 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 this, this is what I need. What sort of, you know, what advice would you give to others? Um, I think one big thing was finding out your happy place and your safe place. Um, for me, it's Gisborne. Um, yeah. I just don't know what that place does to me, but I go back there and I start to, um, I just, it just clears my head. It just takes me back to the simple joys in life and yeah and it's that sense of self that you spoke about like you know who you are when you're there yeah it's that exactly. self-identity yeah 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 exactly um that's where I was born and raised and that's mm. where my family still are and so I think um the things for me was um making sure I go home a bit to like have mm-hmm. yeah those um what else did I put in place just um getting away from it instead of trying to um fix things which I, I, I see. Want that's to, your natural I, instinct I think, but maybe it doesn't yeah. always help natural and yeah. I read a lot about um toxic positivity mm-hmm. um which I know I was doing because you know with a um depressed person all you want to do is trying to help them and you're mm-hmm. like oh come on let's do this let's go this might make you happy like you know yeah. rah, rah. all they want to do is feel how they feel that's mm-hmm. that's kind of in in I think a lot of them as as much as they need support they need to deal with it in their own head so for me it was actually about taking a step back and when he had these like these downs to to not be like oh come on like you know let's get happy let's find something yeah, to make it's like but the opposite to, yeah to feel those feelings and allow mm-hmm. them to, to to be down and yes you have to take on board you know those um hurtful comments and and things like that for a while but um at the end of the day it's not all day every day kind of thing so yeah. like I think yeah I think taking a sort of step back from from trying to force how I felt onto him when mm-hmm. he wasn't feeling anything near that yeah so, yeah. Um, yeah that was another good one um yeah just as, as well like doing making sure you do the things that you love and mm-hmm. taking joy from the things that you love um yeah. you know whether it be yoga or pilates or going for a nice walk or yeah. taking a dog for a walk or going for a, you know a coffee with friends things like and that and for you it's obviously cooking and you've started up your yeah. business you haven't touched yeah. on that yet um yeah. or you've sort of got back into your 
you've got your Instagram page. Yeah, so I sort of, um, I think that was a bit of an outlet for me, actually. I just randomly sat down one day and started writing 90 recipes. So my idea was that I sort of wanted to do a cookbook again but um I have been out of the cooking game for a little bit since the rugby pantry we did um obviously a couple of books with the rugby pantry yeah they were so cool yeah and I don't I I think people haven't associated me with cooking I do the odd thing on my Instagram Mm -hmm. and stuff but I just wanted a place I mean this is what I I love doing I love cooking I Mm -hmm. love being in the kitchen I love being in my vegetable garden Mm -hmm. I love growing vegetables all these things so I think that writing the 90 recipes was just something I just felt like suddenly I needed to do and yeah. I did it and it was great. And then I got a book um, agent and he, um, you know, I had this book proposal. I had this idea in mind and and then sort of I got denied to, to do a cookbook from two mm. publishers and that yeah. was quite a blow. But I think, um, again, I just sort of sat down and thought, you know what, they're right. I I haven't been associated with food for a while. I need to but do But do something. you think that um, people associate you with rugby, right? Yeah. So the reason why the rugby pantry was so successful. So um, can you do, like, link the two again? I mean, I don't, I want to be my own person away from rugby. Like, mm. I don't, I don't really want people to associate with me with rugby. That was, yeah. that was of our lives it was part of Izzy's life more so it wasn't Mm -hmm. who I am or I don't define myself because of it um Mm. I think I have to look at my passions and I have to do it for myself and I have to um you know I'm not I I don't want to associate it with rugby I've been Mm. there done that but I think that's why that was so successful because you had that identity yeah I mean I guess we obviously got a lot of exposure essentially because our partners were all blacks and I'm not mm. going to be dumb to think that that wasn't because of that but I think in the end we had a successful thing which was easy accessible um and yeah oh it ticked all, all the boxes yeah it was awesome. I think now I look at my identity and it's got nothing to do with rugby mm-hmm. um, it may have been part of my life for a long time but I think now I look at myself and figure out who I am and mm-hmm. that's a, a mother of two children busy with different things. Yeah. So what would I, you know, want to do? And that's essentially start a page, which I did sharing recipes that are, you know, easy, affordable, accessible ingredients, awesome. um, time consuming for the, for the everyday person. So I think. Um, Great. No, so it's a plan to keep, you know, growing your identity as a cook and then you'll do a recipe book once you've, yeah, really so I think, um, I think I've got big dreams about, um, yeah, cooking and traveling. And I think, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to do a few things with South Australian tourism next year. So oh, awesome. doing a um, tour to Adelaide and cool. oh, I hope like I can carry on a really good partnership with them and continue that. Um, me and Lou are looking at doing some food and fashion tours. So essentially cool. taking to places like Melbourne and stuff like that. She she takes them around the shops. I book them oh all the goodness, how fun. Things like that. So a yeah, great idea. A few things in motion. So I think this is yeah. this again going back to identity and finding out what my passions are and what I love doing and tying them together and figuring out where we can go from here. So of course there's always the thing of monetization with pages like Everyday Simple. You know, it's hard to sit there and and give everything and, and share all these recipes all the time without you know, it is, 
essentially I've got my work on my Daisy Dag page and then I've got my kids and then I've got other um, business things. So I think Everyday Simple becomes like my back burner, but yeah. I really want to figure out, and I think this is what I'm going to work on next year is figuring out how to use Everyday Simple becomes, you know, my main, yeah. priority, my own main job kind yeah. of thing like that. So I think that's where I'm heading. I'm really enjoying it. I still do love sharing recipes with everyone because I love the feedback. I love the comments. I love like being out and someone coming up to me at a wedding. Oh, I follow Everyday Simple, you know, yeah. I love it. I love that. I love I love that sense of being able to help people in some way. And I think, you know, like I I I'm like a um jack of all trades and master of none. Like I I don't have massive amounts of talents and anything, but like I, you know, cooking something that I, I really love and I'm able to do. So Oh, and um, being able to sit down and write 90 recipes, do you actually write them before without even like testing them? You just well oh, like no, no, test no, them no, afterwards. No, yeah. But like you don't, what, what I mean is you don't have to make a whole lot of changes or anything. You sort of write it out and you do it and it's pretty close to. Yeah. So what I do is just decide something I kind of want to cook and um, I've got a little notepad pad in my kitchen and I just like put in, you know, and write down what I put in mm-hmm. and then sort of like taste test and figure things out. And then like, I'll um, probably like leave it at that and then go away and I'll test it like another time. So like, I'll do it again based on the recipe and like follow the recipe. So, mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah, I mean, sometimes you get things wrong or leave things out and things like that. Like, cause you haven't got an editor, like, you know, making sure you can't every- backtrack. Oh no, I won't put that much turmeric in, you know, that you've got to yeah. make the whole thing again to test yeah, it. With yeah, the- exactly. yeah, exactly. I've, I've loved it. And I've felt like, I like regaining that identity again. Mm. I've felt good about it. Like I've felt really good about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is me on a path now. And um, awesome. this is where where I'm sort of heading and this is where I want to take what I do in life. So yeah. Fabulous. I'm excited for you. You know, you've been through the challenges of those early stages of motherhood and now it's time to get back to what you love doing. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And add in some exercise there at some point. <laughs> well, you have got a few challenges at the moment. So yeah, yeah. I'm out. I'm out for the, <laughs> the moment, which is not nice just before summer, you know. Um, yeah, but I mean it's gonna be so much more beneficial in the long run, isn't it? Yeah, hopefully. So Operation at that 80 percent success rate. So I really hope I'm in that eighty percent. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably quite hard when it's they don't say, you know, it basically works for everyone. No, no. And it's not yeah. a quick fix either. You know, I'm not fine in six weeks. It's, it's a lot of work from there. It's like, it's, it's like an injury, essentially, you yeah. know, like when you, when you fix the break or heal the torn, you know, ligament, there's still a lot of sort of rehab. Yeah. rehab. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, you have to shoot off to your clairvoyant, don't you? Yes, I do. I've got um, a few, we're always finished with a few fun questions. Yeah. Um, do you have a couple of minutes? Yeah. Cool. Um, so what do you prefer, hit or weights? Oh, God, that's a hard one. Uh, Is it none? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I used to go to just the um, weight sessions at F45 and I didn't feel like I was enjoying it that much or getting m- m- many gains. So then I changed to the cardio days and I actually enjoyed it a lot more. So cool. I'm going to say hit on this one. Okay. Pilates or yoga? I think it's Pilates, isn't it? For you? 
Um, Pilates, um, reform Pilates obviously give me that sort of strength, you know, and work on muscles that, um, you know, like you don't normally work. Oh, isn't it amazing? Yeah. We have Pilates on dedicated as well. And you think, you know, I do lots of hidden weights. I think, oh yeah, nice and strong. And then you do Pilates and it's like, holy moly. I know. And like those womanly muscles that you don't know. With things and yeah. these, and it because it isolates a certain muscle, and you know, yeah, like tiny little muscles, and, and all, you're like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's great, but yoga, um, I'm quite keen to get back into um next year again because yoga is like my time out, my hour away from my phone, my you know, like my zen time essentially. And I think I've I've lost a bit of that this year, so I think, yeah, I, that's a hard one for me. I really love both. Yeah, and they and they're quite different. Like people put them together a lot, Pilates and yoga, but they really are quite different. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Um, jumping lunges or burpees? Jumping lunges. (laughs) Um, Sweet or savory? Definitely savory. And what's your favorite dish? Oh, big question. Absolutely obsessed with dumplings at the moment. (gasps) I can't get enough. Like and God, I, I've, I've just like, ramped them up. Like they didn't oh, used to taste that good. I honestly, and I don't like. I'm not like a bottomless pit when I eat them. Like <laughs> yeah. I eat like eighteen at a time. Like, <laughs> and I just, and I'm still like, I could eat more. It's terrible. They just like evaporate in your mouth, but taste so good, don't they? Oh, I know. And then suddenly your whole plate's gone, and you're like, damn it, <laughs> I'm just eating them all. Um, it'd have to be dumplings and pasta. I'm a huge pasta person as well. What type of pasta? Oh, any um, carbonara? No, I'm I'm actually gone away. I used to be massive on the creamy pastas, but I've gone away from that a bit. And I just love the sort of plain, you know, olive oil, chili, and garlic. Like, oh, yum, yeah, yeah. Or like pesto or something, yeah, olio or something, aglio like, olio, something like that. Um, yeah. and just like some nice tomatoy truffle based. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love. My mouth is literally watering right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Champagne or cocktail? Uh, I used to love champagne massively before kids, and some for some reason, um, pregnancy just put me off it a little bit. So I'm I'm going to go cocktail and a margarita. Oh, nice. Margarita. <laughs> um, Mexican or Thai? Mexican. Been to Mexico a few times. And oh, awesome! Is it amazing? Yeah. So yeah. If you go on to those. Love to go. Um, hotels where you sit by the poolside ordering what you want and it's oh just my like, goodness. yeah it's out of the gate and Cocktail. you've got the margaritas coming as well yeah, yeah. margie's coming in oh that sounds really appealing right now um the sunrise or sunset sunset definitely i um since moving out rural is something that I've just absolutely loved seeing again because we're yeah. we've got a bit of space around us so uh yeah there's nothing like a good sunset love a sunset um I think I've known the answer to this one but North Island or South Island <laughs> North Island all day yeah so for <laughs> anyone that doesn't know um Daisy lives in the South Island now so would you ever move back up that way or yeah definitely like it was always on the cards um after Izzy finished rugby like I said to him this is a deal breaker like if you don't want to move back to Gisborne yeah after rugby like let's just end this now <laughs> um but yeah we got to after he finished rugby and we'd been here for 10 years or maybe like nine or 10 years and yeah. it just kind of felt like home and I just didn't feel ready to go back and yeah interesting 
And then, um, yeah, when I spoke about Gisborne to someone once, I think he was the CEO of the Crusaders and he was incredible. And um, he said to me, I said, I, I love Gisborne so much. I love going back there. So like, I don't know whether to move back there. And he said, stay here and make the most of the business and opportunities and things like that. Mm. And how cool is it that you've got somewhere that you can go mm. to escape and feel like that? You yeah. Know, maybe if you, you might almost home, ruin it if you move, yeah, move if there. You move home, maybe it wouldn't be that special place to you. So yeah. that was really cool. That so. is really cool. And it's like yeah. a special part of your life and that's, you can go back to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's because you home. Like it's all. Yeah. Home, like it, like I often say to people, oh, yeah, I'm going home, and they're like, yes, live in Christchurch. I'm like, yeah, I'm going home. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, so I say that about where I grew up. Like as my, well. second, my second home, you know, yeah. like it's, yeah, you know, but it's, it's where you live, but your home yeah. is, um, yeah, home is always busy. Yeah, that's nice. Um, earrings or necklace? Um, necklace, I'd say. Just a few more funny questions random off this website I've got now. Give up your cell phone for a month or give up showering for a month? Give up cell phone for a month. It would be quite nice, wouldn't it be great? Yeah, it would actually. I'm so addicted to mine and I find that if I um, have some time without it, you you don't miss it, but it's just, you know, you just got to break that addiction and then. Just because my my work's on my phone. Mm, Same here. It's hard. Um, like with Instagram and stuff, I actually don't away from work do a lot of scrolling or anything. And I'm yeah. like on TikTok and apparently I should be on with my um everyday simple page, which I yeah. might look into next year, but I'm not on Snapchat and all these things. Like I just don't feel like I want to be on my phone more than I am at all. Yeah. And like, so I'm am actually okay about like, if I awesome. lost for a month, I feel like that was a great <laughs> Be alone all your life or surrounded by really annoying people? <laughs> Weird question. This is a really hard one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so independent. I'd probably take the alone. <laughs> I love people though, but annoying people. Yeah. Um, yeah I'd be interested to know whether we'd grow to love those annoying people you know that's a very and I'm so I'm a Sagittarius so like I just take everyone's personality so I probably find some good in them anyway so yeah, and um, probably end up being just as annoying as them yeah, yeah probably, <laughs> probably am already yeah. <laughs> um would you rather buy all used und- oh this is I, I almost felt sick when I saw this one would you rather buy all used underwear or all used toothbrushes I'm glad I'm not answering this question. Probably all use toothbrushes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably all use toothbrushes. Yeah. Bleach them or something. It it really is a bit. Oh, although you could easily wash the underwear too. Mm. Mm. But maybe you're not allowed to wash it. I don't know. That's just too far, too far. Would you (laughs) would you rather wear um what is it? Would you rather wear stilettos to bed or wear slippers everywhere slippers everywhere i am terrible in heels i yeah. avoid heels at all costs and they're I wear hard slippers. work aren't they i pretty much wear slippers everywhere <laughs> so that's that's you anyway yeah that's me that's me yeah that's me <laughs> that one was it yeah. would you rather change the outcome of the last election I've never brought up election stuff on this, but I saw it and I was like, oh, this is quite timely. Would you rather change the outcome of the last election or get to decide the outcome of the next? Never look back, always look forward. So, yes, yeah, I get to decide the um, 
the next one and I know where I'd go to. So <laughs> I um, won't make it political and ask you. No, no. <laughs> let's not get into politics. <laughs> no, no, always stay away from that when it comes to mm, business mm, and socials mm, and yeah, yeah. very um, dividing. Yeah. Um, would you rather be able to speak any language or be able to communicate with animals? Oh, both. Oh, my God. That's a real, really hard one. I'd love to speak a lot of languages, but, yeah, I'm a real, and like, I love animals. So, yeah, probably communicate with animals. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, lucky last, would you rather forget to brush your teeth or forget to put on deodorant? Forget to put on deodorant, I'd say. Yeah. That's everyone's answer. I'm, I think mine is forget to brush teeth, but really? every single person is being. I mean, um, you're obviously in a very um, sweaty. I, yeah, and I, um, I do sweat a lot, so. Yeah, I'm not a massive sweater actually. Yeah, yeah I don't. So even when I used to play like netball and stuff, I just don't sweat that much. Yeah. Lucky. But, um, yeah. It's not that fun being a teenager and being dripping in sweat. Sweetie. Like go to, go to the movies in a t-shirt and be like, oh, I'm not wearing that t-shirt again. That's not a good breathable t-shirt. Big oh, sweat patch. Really? No, see, I've never had that problem ever. A lot of people, I did have a friend that did and she got Botox under her armpits. So. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, I wouldn't say mine's that bad anymore. It must have just yeah. been like certain hormonal times or something like that. Change. It is very hormone based because I know that during pregnancy, I did get a lot more sweaty. So yeah. Yeah oh thank you so much daisy for your time very it's been welcome. awesome to chat to you because i don't actually think we've actually chatted face to face before no i think we've emailed a fair bit yeah but, um, it's funny even. when you feel like you know someone already like yeah. we weren't ever really like, oh hi how are you nice to meet you or anything yeah 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 well yeah thanks so much for your time and enjoy your clairvoyant you're heading off oh. there now yeah heading there now yeah, you've sort of inspired me to look into it more. But if you've got any of my friends out there listening and you want to go and see a clairvoyant, hit me up. Yeah, let's do I'll, it. Um, I'll send you the dates. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Okay. Well, okay. have a great day. And yeah, thanks again for sharing everything and good luck with your recovery as well and your rehab. All good. Thank you so much. Thanks, Daisy. See you. Yeah. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to the Dedicate podcast. And again, thank you so much for your support throughout 2022. It is so appreciated. The podcast will be back once school goes back in February next year. So be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss new episodes launching. If you love our podcast, we'd appreciate it so much if you could please leave us a five-star rating review. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you haven't missed some of the faves. Dr. Morgan Edwards, juggling career and motherhood, managing guilt and a bit of everything. Bex Heyman, singing career, farm life and motherhood amongst tragedy and business. And Claire Turnbull, I once hated myself from eating disorders to New Zealand's top nutritionist. Have an amazing Christmas and New Year break, everybody. Keep moving your bodies in any way you can. Workouts, walks with the family, swimming, backyard cricket, anything. Just keep moving to feel good. On the 1st of Jan, we will be launching Dedicate 28, which you can start anytime in January when you're ready. A challenge to get you creating habits by completing 28 workouts. Get ready with your seven-day free trial at kateivyfitness.com. Thanks again, everyone. Catch you soon.